fucking hate this thing. Yeah. Uh, now get into it. But just, of course you will. Just people in general. Yeah. You need to learn to. Well, there's probably a pill you can take or something. <laughs> For what? To just function in society. Um, just to chat with people, to loosen you up like a lubricant. I just to not get that. I mean, I got angry. What do I ang- not get, didn't get angry. Did you not? I maybe bit a little bit. <laughs> when? When. Um, you were charging your vaporizer on like a, a ten meter long extension cord. Oh yeah. So that you could you could you charge it from the couch without having well, to get up. Well, you see, no, you're you're making up those reasons. Why why are you using that then? It's the cord I use. Okay. To charge my PS4 remote and your vaporizer. Because why use two different cords? Uh, why not get a vaporizer that doesn't run out of battery? That's you see, not a uh, thing. Uh, uh, there's no logic in this. I'm not <laughs> trying to change your mind. This is just, oh, there's just some boiling hate that's just always on a rolling boil. Yeah. And it's just whenever I find something, it's like, for some reason, my soul just goes, fuck that. <laughs> 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 but yeah, and I could try and formulate, and I, but I don't care. It's just, it just bugs me. That's fine. Yeah. It's not, Most it's not, of the not time, breaking. I, there's, the, I have a little bit in the front of my mind yeah. That starts like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? And then in yeah. the back, is calm. Steve being like, it's just Nick. This <laughs> is just ten years. This is probably yeah. more. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, more than ten years of yeah. like. This has always been the case. Yeah, we met screaming in a. It is a. It is a thing. part of you that I've never enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I've always tried to. I thought, when will this end? <laughs> but it's just, it's just. Oh yeah, it's just. Uh, yeah. funny. It's just me trying to. Me, that's, that's the problem I get and I get that with normal people in the street yeah. like we had uh, 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 well I'll get into some of that but like we've been approached to um, from Stoke-on-Trent to do some kind of promotional stuff or like work with or go along to somebody's big like event um, with like a big gang of people this was yeah. uh, this is a cosplay thing and oh, yeah. it's like oh yeah that'd be quite fun to do I think it's for a film premiere and it was like that'd be quite fun to do but there's still gonna be part of my mind that's just gonna you know make fun of everything that's there yeah. inappropriately yeah. and kind of be like I'd, I'd rather have the why is what, what, why is he being a dick I'd rather have that <laughs> reaction <laughs> than yeah I'm Leia from no 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 just be like yeah I don't want that pleasantry you can get that from anything yeah you can get that from your phone you can just Instagram that shit of you complimenting yourself and yeah I'd like complimenting people if they've done good stuff but there's part of me that will be like, you know, why are you, you know, I don't know, say Darth Vader. Oh, you say, I see you've brought your kids here as their favourite, I don't know, stupid, just stupid things that would just annoy, that annoy me, like long extension cords. It's just, just kind of pop out. It's just and a it's strange like, thing to annoy you. It's just going to be everything. Like, I'm pretty does. sure I could, th- there could be nothing in my house. Like, nothing. You prick. Why yeah. do you anything in your house? And even if I wasn't there, like, there'd still be something. Let's put it this way, right? Uh, it, it, it's out of a place of some type of warped bruise to love, right? Where it's just like, if it was someone that I didn't like, I wouldn't say anything. Right. I'd just be like, that guy's a prick. So I should take it as a compliment? Yeah. All right. Uh, Pre-show banter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find 
Thick book on harmonica for dummies. It's not. Is that very thick? Thick for a book about how to how to blow into how to play a harmonica. A nail file. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's difficult to do. It's a difficult skill to get. But yeah. I didn't expect there to be like a big book about it. Oh yeah, there's loads of big books about it. That's just the one that like, I've got. Isn't that just like a music thing? Like learn what? music. Here's how you play the harmonica. This is A. This is C sharp. That's uh, pretty much all you need to know. Not necessarily. Like, there's a big book of, like, acoustic chords there as well. Yeah, that can't just be chords, though. Is it? No, it's a songbook, though, isn't it? That's this. That's like... Uh, oh, yeah, it is. Because if there was a big book of chords, it wouldn't be that big. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah but you've got to make there's a less book than like that, chords. like, big enough to be worth selling. So it's probably full of, <laughs> like... Filler. Pictures. Yeah. This is what this is a picture of what harmonica might sound like. This is a photo of David's <laughs> harmonica. Greg Luganus. This is a photo of Jill's harmonica, just yeah. for pages and pages. It's just an Argos catalogue. Yeah. Argos. Argos sponsored something before Joker. I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was um it was a it was a video game. Was it like Oh was yeah, it, was it, was it, was it like a new Recon Call of Duty or, or Ghost Recon yeah, or something? Yeah, like sponsored yeah. by Argos. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like unnecessarily dramatic. <laughs> just in case you forgot, go to Argos. Yeah, sponsored by Argos. <laughs> yeah. It's like just really loud. It's just like it's just coming to Christmas. Yeah. So they're just like, we, all we need is people to be reminded that Argos exists, mm. so that they'll bundle into our shops and look through a catalogue and go through and just select something. And that's a gift. Yeah. And then wait in their weird queue system. Yeah. You know, it's weird. Like, no one's it, copied that system. What? The Argos, the Argos system. They should. <laughs> uh, as someone who uh, who does and has worked at, like, catalogue kind of stores, yeah. like, having a system where people don't come up to you asking if you've got this, like, where they're yeah. forced to go through a catalogue and to pick it out, as opposed to asking you who has to deal with 11,000 products and doesn't necessarily know whether you've got this specific thing. Like, it it would be nice if everywhere that had catalogs implemented that system. But well, I suppose some stores like to encourage interaction between the teller and the um Well, I guess the only difference between Argos and Amazon is typing. Because you can look through the Amazon catalog... And, and order it, and it arrives. Yeah, and traveling, and it arrives the same day. Yeah, or the next day. Yeah. So it's like you can just do that. So I guess maybe maybe Amazon was inspired by Argos, and that's that's where it all began. It could be. I wouldn't be surprised but if Argos always... has been around since the fifties. Amazon is just is a continuation of catalog stores. Like they had like Sears in the states, and that's been around for decades. Truth Sears. No, Sears from another dimension. E R S. No, not yeah. not Sears. No, Sears. like Sears. Yeah, yeah. Like ancient mystical beings uh, oh, that, that interpreted signs um, from not the ancient quite gods. The same. These ones sell like sofas and lamps and things. Well, you got to move with the times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they always had catalog stores. Like Amazon's just a continuation of that. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that this is riveting conversation. So, Halloween, apparently. <laughs> well, Stoke-on-Trent first, oh, I yeah. think. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, Stoke-on-Trent was done. And, like, we released the episode as of this recording. Yeah. And, uh, fuck, how, how did you find it? 
good, good, good. Uh, it would have been more manageable on more sleep, and I'm sure that's triply so for you. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was. It did seem. It seemed to have like a peak that was quite early. Yeah. And then it was. It was much more of a family crowd after that. Yeah, well, I think there was a lot of stuff that we didn't... I had a good time there, and I think it was good to do. But I think we learned some stuff from doing it. And, like, one of the first things I learned was, like, um, someone came up to the booth. I think we were kind of prepped to record something. Yeah. And some guy came up to the booth and just started chatting. And um, I think we discussed before, like, oh, we'll record it and record interactions with people. Uh, but yeah. as soon as it happened, it was like, this person's come up to, like, talk to us. We're not just be like, now you're on the internet. Yeah. You know, it's just like, <laughs> like for someone to come up and like, have a conversation to suddenly be part of some yeah. kind of thing was like, it felt like that was a bit, that was a bit ambushy. Yeah. So I was immediately, I was like, oh yeah, that, that feels weird. Kind of like, Maybe we had like a dedicated area. If there was but it a wasn't sign clearly. up saying we're recording, if you talk to us, you'll be recorded or something. But that's, that, that seems a little bit un, uh, unpatriotic, un, uh, like passive aggressive. Like it seems like you're not very welcoming. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'd be like, oh yeah, we'll record something and then yeah, can get people involved. But when someone comes up to the, I think there was a belief where we were like, oh, let's record interactions with people. Yeah. There was like people just want to come up and talk to us you yeah. know and then for suddenly a camera to be pointed in their face and microphones yeah and us with earphones they'd be a bit like uh no i just i just wanted to ask you about some stuff yeah i didn't yeah. want to be a whole thing we did have an area but we needed uh i think we i forget what the name was called but it's this weird thing comes in a tube and it extends up and stands up it's got a special stupid marketing those, promotional those... material name this, yeah, the sign stands, yeah. Something like that, yeah, to be like, oh, this is, like, like you know, I was thinking about it, like, um, you know, like, film premieres, they've got that screen that they people take photos by. Got something like that, and they're like, oh, what's this for? Oh, for photos, and we can chat yeah. with stuff and interview We can just make it big, so it just walls everyone behind us off. Yeah, well, they were walling, uh, I didn't want to, <laughs> didn't want to cause an issue on the day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, I mean, we weren't using all the space, to be fair. But it is, yeah, people's, just people's stuff was just overflowing all of our stuff. It was like, yeah. it's getting a bit more cramped now. We moved the tables yeah. to make more room for us. Yeah. Not to make more room for you. And then they were we warning off other people. Spa- You've paid for this space. <laughs> <laughs> the running on it on like 20 minutes sleep or whatever it was. Yeah. Was, yeah, was just. That was, that was exhausting. Horrendous. I was surprised how sapping it was to just kind of sit there. Yeah. Most of the day. I mean, like, I guess you're just kind of hyper aware all day of everybody that's around looking, are they interested? And then like joining in the conversation and trying to have that energy when people are talking to you. Because mm. it's not, there's no part of you that doesn't like, that's like, I don't want to talk to you. It's, it's all just like, we've, we've talked to a lot of people today. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. It's trying to maintain that kind of approachable nature which I don't do at the best of times <laughs> which we struggle with anyway I yell yeah. at people with extension cables yeah it's just whatever yeah it's just it was a difficult uh, experience but I think we mm. learned some it yeah good to it, was, it, it some, was fun yeah. it was definitely it was, it was definitely a worthwhile experience uh, the way I put it most efficiently in, in terms of pulling teeth you go if we didn't have that deadline then we wouldn't have done a whole load of stuff and if we didn't do it then we would have just done nothing on a Sunday yeah. So we achieved something on and a that's Sunday. More than <laughs> more than what we should aim for. Yeah. Um, one of the people who did uh, come up to us at the convention gave me uh, a message. Uh, gave us a uh, yeah message just on YouTube about um, whether we're going to do some kind of Halloweeny thing. Mm. So I thought let's run with that. And the reason is because they went to, they went to a Halloween party once dressed as one of the victims of the Smiler ride. 
the Talton Towers. Oh, right. Okay. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, yeah we did. We had, we had a discussion about uh, at, a, at, a, at a somewhat heavy metal wedding. Yeah. Which was yeah. like at 11 p.m. the heavy metal comes on. Yeah. So and we were all just was, kind of waiting for the... It's, it's I mean, coming. Having Apart a lovely from, day. Um, what's his, what was his name? Who's the legendary Polish Marius. guy? Marius. Ma- Marius. <laughs> he, was, he was amazing. At some point we were outside like uh, having a smoke. And um, Marius was with us and we were all around in conversation and some other guy approached um, and said, Marius, there's no man on the dance floor. And he just turned and just without any kind of flinching, was just like, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) And disappeared into the night. Then his tales of his past. Yeah. Yeah, he's made like 20 albums. I've never heard them, but (laughs) he's made 20 albums. (laughs) Toured the world. Yeah. And just... He was he was he was ideal for us actually like inappropriate conversations with the girl who's yeah part who's who's whose boyfriend apparently had a hundred girlfriends yeah, or something him, like that cheated on her with a hundred women yeah. or something and, and he just was, kept asking he just questions couldn't understand it he's yeah. like what yeah one <laughs> hundred in how many years and it's like getting out the numbers and she's yeah. just cool like he was doing the maths yeah he's like that's like five a month. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so yeah, and then it's. I like the idea that heavy metal people, because of the the because of like pubs and that closing down and nightclubs becoming less popular and people getting older, they're now getting the heavy metal fix just from weddings that they just tour the country to find. Yeah. So just at eleven p.m. there was like, oh, there's an hour of like proper nice uh, throwback uh, rock music. Yeah. Nice. If you played it to me like 10 years ago, like A Devil's Night or something, I'd have been like, ugh, not this again. But it was actually quite nice to hear it. Yeah. Well, there, there was some of, there was a little bit of that, like a little bit of old Disturbed. We're like, yeah, we we get it. We've danced this every month for six years. Yeah. Like, we get it now. But uh, no, yeah, it was just nice. And yeah, just nice to hear Slipknot in the full volume again. Mm. Five Finger Death yeah. Punch. And a bunch that I didn't know, actually, as well. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Mm. So, Heavy Metal Enjoyable. Weddings. Yep. Stoke on Trent. Halloween. Yeah. Smile a victim. So yeah. Smile a victim. So yeah, I guess. So how would you dress up as smile a victim? I suggested running into people at 90 miles an hour. Um I don't know. I would I'd make it ballerina specific, with no like, legs. Yeah, I know one of them was a dancer so it would Yeah. Yeah. That it's got it's, yeah, I think we covered it when it happened, but like yeah, like she got like 150 grand or something or more, I don't know. For, I think for, that number just her life in my head ruined. somewhere. Well, her, yeah, her potential grand. dancing career. Yeah. We've known lots of dancers. Um, I think they they would accept 150 grand to stop dancing for a bit. Well, for uh, for, for a bit. life though. Yeah, I guess for Here's life. Here's this thing that you love doing. Your wedding day. Never do it again. 150 grand. You get a pogo stick on your leg though, can you? Oh mate, chop off my leg and give me a pogo stick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one day, one day. Boing! <laughs> yeah, I've been fucking healthy for a little bit. We're gonna get to Halloween eventually. Okay. My brain just yeah. keeps on spazzing out. Yeah, yeah. I've been off sugar. Like, I, up to uh, Stoke on Trent, I was paranoid. I said paranoid. I was concerned. I say concerned. I was aware that if I got sick, then the whole thing would kind of fall apart a little bit. Yeah. So I was like, all the way burning up to it. I was like, well, I can't break all my bad habits now because mm. then my body will get surprised. Yeah. And then I'll crash or something. Yeah. So I continued to live life like a prat. And then just after it happened, I was like, okay, right now let's clean house and completely crashed for a week. 
yeah. and now I'm starting to kind of come back to it. So yeah, you have been quite quiet. I've been dead. Yeah, like I, I barely made it to the heavy metal wedding. Mm. Like that whole that that was a week after and that Stoke was a week on Trent. Yeah. So just the seven days of like yeah, no sugar. I tried going the proper sad man route of having like my my microwavable frozen meals delivered. Oh, right. like from one of these like protein companies oh, that are yeah. like for bodybuilders or whatever. Mm. And I was like, oh, one, it's like, oh, technically this is kind of a keto diet. Yeah. Can try that again, even though it's fucking horrible. Mm. And just, I just, I don't recommend it but to anybody. But then I anybody. suppose you've, you've got no excuse except for your vices not to eat healthily. Yeah, well, yeah. And the, and, and the drug that I've, I've been, uh, the, my medication for this weird experimental seasickness that cures diabetes drug it doesn't cure diabetes it just makes you so seasick eventually your diabetes leaves you yeah <laughs> it makes you seasick until you yeah it gives you more insulin or gives you does right, something okay but the big side effect is if you in, in, ingest anything caloric or any calories food yeah and, and not water as well water's got some calories in it i think probably it's got some in it i don't know what those uh what those little insect pets kids used to have sea monkeys sea monkeys calories in it yeah maybe don't eat sea monkeys might be in, yeah but they get they'll probably be in the water though water supply somehow i don't think so my brain's all They'd over the place killed off by the fluoride do you know the only way to get into space is through kazakhstan oh like why <laughs> <laughs> maybe china as well but NASA's like closed. I watched this thing about the guy who spent a year in space. Mm. Horrible Netflix documentary. Don't watch it. It's just made really badly. Oh, right. That's but a shame. They're all, it's like 12 episodes of like 13 minute long episodes that is kind of like about his family and stuff. And it's like, I don't... We want to know about your year in space, not how much your wife loves you. Mm. You get it. <laughs> yeah. But the big thing is you're in space, right? And it's like, yeah, you're waiting until halfway through the first season to actually go to space. Um, What's the point? But yeah, they said that because NASA kind of um, lost loads of funding, so they don't launch manned missions into space anymore. Oh, right. So they just do like send the robots up. Yeah, they can send rockets into it. But if you want to go to space, then you have to go near the equator because that's where the Earth is traveling fastest. Right. And the only real places in Kazakhstan. Flung off. Oh no! You just can't keep up if oh. you don't go at the equator. Because when you go to the inertia, I looked it up because I was like, "Why?" But yeah. inertia, right? So when they get into space, they're still traveling at the same distance speed as the Earth is spinning. Yeah, because they've come out of that going at that, and that's where it's going fastest. And if you go outside of that, then it becomes more difficult. Oh, okay. More fuel, probably, right? Yeah. So more weight, and then maybe China can do it as well. But yeah, I just thought it was weird that Russia controls space. I felt like, and I felt like they'd be more open about that. So they won in the open. end. Yeah, <laughs> well, they won in the first place, right? They were the first people in space. But yeah, so ah, right, yeah, they were the first manned manned spaceflight, yeah. but they weren't the first men on the moon. No, yeah, yeah. they lost out on that one. But like, uh, yeah, apparently their technology was still always superior. That's what something they talk about in the documentary. They're like, oh yeah. So Americans, if they want to go to space, they have to they have to ask Russia's permission. I just find that funny. I think it's anybody, especially Kazakhstan. It's just a part. It's not even part of Russia anymore. <laughs> but they've been like, no, this is ours. I think they're building a new one. That was another a thing. new Kazakhstan. Yeah, oh. with the whole new and everyone in Kazakhstan works for the rocket place because it's a big industry. It makes sense. Yeah. They didn't go into... I think, to remember, you got taller or something like that. We can't, Again, we covered that. Yeah, because We've been spun live on current events. Your spine decompresses while you're up there. Yeah. 
and then so you come back taller yeah, I, I mean, don't know by how much. Like, like I wouldn't go time. up there and then come back like seven feet. Like, oh. yeah, it was in like an inch or two, maybe. But yeah, it's still considerable. And then, oh, it was like a couple of milliseconds older or younger. I can't yeah, remember. That that the time one time is weird, travel. and I still can't get my head around that. Like, it's nonsense. They're just making it up to <laughs> get like atomic jobs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, Halloween. Right. Do you know how Halloween began? Uh, I thought it was probably like a pumpkin festival or something. No, actually, I don't. I don't. I go into. Oh, I might as well jump into straight away. Actually, it's a good place to start. I don't know why I start there. Why it wasn't started there, but um, it was uh, the New Year, um, like two thousand years ago by the Celts. I think it was before they got it right. <laughs> before they decided on uh, just something else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was the New Year for the Celt for the Celts or something like that, and it was. Uh, the Pope would, it was became Saint, the November 1st became Saints Day or All Saints Day. Okay. And then the, I should find the notes really, they are written here somewhere. But uh, yeah, then the night before it just became the hallowed date and people were like, okay. Then uh, it became pumpkins. Then it became sweets. When did it, it became bo- eggs. When did it get like, ooh. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that—that that doesn't sound like it's got anything. To, who decided? To, uh, well, we've got—we've got an explosive one. We've got a jolly <laughs> yeah. one. We've got one with eggs. Yeah. And uh, now we need a scary one. It's probably just leftover. It must be leftovers from something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, I, well, I—I—I I, I always just, just assumed it was something pagan. It always felt like something pagan. Well, it's the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. Right. Good old Samhain. There he is, Sam Hain, headless yeah. on a horse, throwing <laughs> pumpkins at people. Uh, where people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. And burn okay. witches. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they used to wear costumes to ward off ghosts. Okay, fair so enough. So I guess that kind of, they're warding off of ghost evil spirits. Makes sense for Halloween, I guess, mm. carrying on. Yeah. Um, in the 8th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1st as a time to honour all saints. And then All Saints Day incorporated some of, incorporated some of the traditions of Samhain. <laughs> Samhain. <laughs> I think it's pronounced something like Sowin or something like that. The evening before was all it was known as Hallow's Eve and then Halloween. Over time, it evolved into trick-or-treating, carving jack-o'-lanterns, festive gatherings, costumes, and eating sweets. Right. Just to get kids. It's a weird time of year as well, isn't it? I was saying this before, like the beginning of this year, the beginning of this month, for some reason, and like the middle of last month, yeah, September, October time, everyone I know, their energy just kind of switched. Yeah. Just drained and tired, kind of, yeah, more depression in the air. Mm. And I don't know what it was. And I seem to remember it kind of happening every year. So it could just be a, well, time to get them sugar. Yeah. Get that sugar in you and just keep on going till Christmas. It definitely dies off. Like I was always told it was difficult to sell. I said before, like it's like it's difficult to sell out events in yeah. September. Yeah, some of that. And then I guess it's more nighttime because yeah. it's it's coming up to, or it has been. The clock's going forward or Sunday. back. Yeah, this yeah. this this Sunday. Sunday they go for back. us. Yeah. Um. So last Sunday for you people. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, there's a, there'll, maybe that's also a thing of like now there's more darkness. Let's get everyone together and remind ourselves of our community and how we can all dress up as horrific uh, stuff. And, <laughs> and you got, you're decapitated if you lose the capital part of your body, right? I'm assuming that's what that means. You lose your head. If you're decapitated, you lost your you head. Lose, yeah, you've lost your cap. And that's like the capital. 
Right. It's like the yeah the cap or that's where you put your, where you put your hat. Yeah. So are you degloved? If, if you, you lose, lose your hands, hands. de-slippered, de-slippered. If you lose if your you feet, lose your feet, de-walked. If you lose, your... <laughs> <laughs> he's been de-walked. So yeah, you got to, uh, anyway Halloween costumes. Mm. So smile a victim. How yeah. would you go? You try try and get something to, specifically related to Alton Towers victims. Yeah, yeah, maybe dancing maybe. around with no legs. Yeah, well, no, I, was, I suppose it would. I mean, it would be specific to the to to one of the victims, so it would probably be a dancer or something do like that. Do you think that. there should be a time frame where you shouldn't do that? Um, good taste says yes. Good taste, but um, not by law. <laughs> like I'd, I, I wouldn't be. So like, but yeah. I, the the trouble with stuff like that is I'm not a good judge. And I don't think yeah. you are either, because no. we just don't get offended by shit. Well, just to put it into perspective, what would you? Uh, how would you describe that as a potentially offensive Halloween outfit? Right. Yeah. Um, uh, going as a de-walked uh, ballerina. <laughs> yeah. Known to the world. If you Google offensive Halloween costumes. Yeah. Google gives you an inflatable Diplodocus outfit. Ooh. How offensive! <laughs> he's a dinosaur. They've been dead for years. Don't don't steal their culture. <laughs> oh, he's only whatever it, cultural appropriating those dinosaurs. <laughs> Diplodocus have got four legs. He's got two. He's lying. Yeah, he's the other bits. <laughs> so my point is that this is where a lot of normal people vent out their hatred in the most unhealthy ways, but they do it at Halloween. Yeah. For some reason. So I've got a list of uh, different, diff- couple of different sites that have got Halloween outfits you shouldn't wear. Uh, right? uh, what, like, actual taken seriously. Actually like, taken seriously. You should not. Yeah. Most and of these them, are like in magazines and, and, art- and I've, these articles. I've read, the, I've, I've read some of these before and... Spoiler alert. Go ahead. <laughs> All I'm t- okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll preface it by saying I imagine yeah. that it's... That the, a lot of it is like racial insensitivity and stuff like that. Yeah, oh, there'd be a bit for number one is a Holocaust victim. Don't dress up as a Holocaust victim. How do you do that? Well, again, we covered this. There was a Madeline. Who's the? Not Madeline McCann. Who's the Anne Frank? There was an Anne <laughs> Frank outfit. All right. <laughs> not that one. The other one. Yeah. <laughs> not that one missing girl. That one found girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there was a Madeline, uh, there was an Anne Frank uh, outfit for sale on Amazon for a while, right. and now it's just like a World War Two refugee child. Yeah, they just changed that's the name. What it passes off as. Yeah, so they've been like, okay, but it was being sold as an Anne Frank outfit. Did it come with a diary? No, it came with a blank book and a pen, or a typewriter <laughs> with like a silencer on it. <laughs> Whatever it is. So don't dress up as a Holocaust victim. Oh, okay. this is from Good Housekeeping. <laughs> so good housekeeping yeah. has 15 offensive Halloween costumes that should not exist. Okay. Number 1 Holocaust victim. Yeah. Number 2 anything involving blackface. No blackface. Okay. They go into detail. Let's be clear. It is not. We repeat, not good housekeeping. <laughs> to a, okay to dress up in blackface for Halloween or any other day of the year. It's yeah. so easy to dress up as one of your favorite celebrities no matter their skin color without being offensive. Let's avoid Julianne Hughes Crazy Eyes costume and Luanne de Lesseps Diana Ross costume. Okay. Do you know either of those people? No. Good housekeeping. They're probably known within their audience. Right. Now, blackface. 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 <laughs> Go. 
<laughs> I ag- Spoiler alert. I agree. Yeah. Um, there is something that I find that that I would, f- I I would definitely avoid doing it myself. There is something about it that I find distasteful. It doesn't offend me, I guess, but I think there is a common knowledge there amongst people where it's like, you 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 understand that this is offensive to a lot of people, so you are, you you must only be doing it to be offensive. Well, do you, you remember when I did it accidentally? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, but I went to, I was uh, half, it was some kind of demon, it was a demon It was thing. a demon. For an angels and demons fancy dress yeah. club night. I was uh, topless, but painted black with red, stro- with red lightning bolts of like where yeah. I'd been hit by yeah, evil yeah, energy yeah. or whatever. And I had uh, eye lenses you in or whatever. In. That like made my eyes more black. And uh, Yeah, and then when you were in the, actually like inside the club with the light and everything, you couldn't see the red. <laughs> yeah. And they did like a roll call of all the fancy dress people and brought me up. And they're like, oh, he's in blackface. I was like, what? No, I never thought about that. <laughs> I'm the, no, I'm, <laughs> eyes red. I'm a demon. It's obviously yeah. a demon. So it can be done by accident. Yeah, yeah. I think those incidents of it being done by accident are few and far between. Probably. But Not many people but go although, the effort although, dressing up as a demon. Yeah, and, and most people who go as blackface are doing so to go as like a black character. However... Um, I've never seen anyone complaining about a black person go whiteface, which I've seen tons of times. But it's just a weird thing of like, how do you, where do you stop impersonating a person yeah. that you're trying to impersonate? Yeah. Like accent. If they're American, can you do an American accent? That kind of feels okay, right? Uh, yeah. If they're American, like, but they're uh, of a certain ethnicity, can you do the ethnicity that is closest, most resembling their accent? Uh, oh, oh well, it becomes well, a little bit... No, no, you can't, because for some reason, they like people can't agree that that, that um, having a different ethnic background changes the quality of your voice, which it absolutely not does. Not the quality, just different. The, t- t- if, no, you, t- if you're from South America, no, I don't, you'll have a different accent. When I say quality, America. I mean the sound quality, not quality as in that's a good voice. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, it, it, cha- it changes the way your voice sounds a lot of right. the time. Like, if you hear someone over the phone who isn't the same ethnicity as you, like, most of the time, you can tell. Yeah. Like, and, and maybe that's stereotyping. But maybe you can't. But stereotypes come from somewhere. But in doing a, an impersonation of somebody seems to be okay. But then if you do their voice, then it's not. If you do their race, then it's not. Yeah. If you do their occupation. Yeah. What if their occupation? Is that but okay? But if you do it really well. People love you. People love you. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, what's his name? Uh, was it Robert Downey Jr.? In, yeah. um Oh, what the Tropic Thunder. From? Yeah. And there were some yeah. complaints about it, but most people have been like, "That was really good." <laughs> like it was really, it was really funny. But it's I because think it was it's rooted the, in parody, I guess. Or it's the same reason. It's, it's it's the it's the it's the best example of context. Um, not that example. There's in in Louis C, Louis C K had a chat on uh, like an HBO thing of talking funny with a couple of comedians, mm. and uh, there was uh, Chris Rock was saying they were asking Chris Rock how often he uses racial slurs. Yeah, and he can get away with it because he is he is um, of that race. And Louis C.K. was like, "Well, I use that exact same, like the worst racial slur, in my special, and it was fine. And it mm. was because of because the, of context. how it was contexted and the people who listened to it. And as as it's come out now, like people complaining about Louis C.K.'s what the material they got leaked, the stolen, I should say. Yeah, um, they were like, "Oh my god, he's joking about you know mass shooting victims." Oh, it's god. like he's always been doing this. Have yeah. you just not been listening. 
Yeah. So I think it's uh, I think it's also just the type of people who listen to your stuff. Yeah. And then you get some people that go like, oh my god! Like I saw uh, uh, somebody try to explain the timeline of all of the Terminator films because the new ones coming out, and because they're all kind of occur in different stuff that's going on. Someone drew a, a diagram of what universe they're all in, and the amount of people who complained, and then turns out they didn't read the diagram. And it's just, they just see something and they just want to complain. Right. They just want to say anything. And I feel like even if the information is put in front of you and the information is correct and it contradicts your point, you're still going to make that point. Yeah. Just because you won't, you, you don't want to see um, an argument put before you that might make you question what you think. So no matter what, there's some people who will always disagree with blackface. I've had that with people in real life about stuff on the podcast. I've been like, this is funny. And they're like, no. So it was. It is. I find it funny, and that's healthy. That's fine. No, you should be miserable for your entire life. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. but you should laugh about stuff. You should learn to cope with it, right? So yeah, and there is a place for sadness, but there's also a place for laughter, right? And it's just some people. They. It's just human conditioning. After a while, they just go. I live in this box. This is what the world is like. Mm. We've been inching towards it, as we've noted for a while. Like suddenly you go like, oh, I think I just don't go to nightclubs anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think it's and then my opinion of those change and like, oh now I go to other people's weddings. Mm. Yeah, but, I'm not but, go to then, but, the, but then we never went to nightclubs to meet people. <laughs> yeah, I went to nightclubs to just to. I don't know what it is I do. To be surrounded by noise, noise, noise to scream out poetry. <laughs> what it feels like. Yeah, it's definitely a release of, of artistic emotion. Yeah through the movement of dance yeah but now like once every five years is fine oh, I'd still do it every week yeah. if I could if there was a wedding I could go to every week oh well, that like was that. A, an hour yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> involved. might start blasting stuff in my car more often yeah. it's weird to dance you can't I get married every week <laughs> uh, transphobic costumes that's number three in good housekeeping uh, don't wear transphobic costumes okay so, um, so go, what is it right that's disagree because um nobody seems to be able to fully define exactly what that means because it's not a thing. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Transphobic is a hate crime. A hate crime hot costume. Again, hate crime. Imply- not a thing because no one can define it. No one can define a hate crime? No. No one no one has decided exactly what it is. I think you can define a hate crime. No, because you could, you'll find something and like there might be a few things that some people that people might unanimously agree on, mm. but then there's so many cases where it's like half people will agree and half people will disagree. If I st- if I stabbed you because you used that extension cable to charge your vapor, yeah, I think that'd be a hate crime. Um, it's fueled by hate. Not f- <laughs> not officially. Not f- no, not well, no. Because, uh, but like the more extreme ones of like it's motivated uh, by murdering a baby because of their race. Yeah. It's got to be a hate crime, right? Um, yeah, but more, but really, it's it's just murder, and I don't think it matters too much about like the, the motivation of it. Yeah, I'd say it's probably not a crime. A hate crime is not like a crime to go to prison for, I guess. Which is what you're saying, right? You go to prison for murder for that, right? Yeah. Or like some kind of extreme murder because it's a baby. Because but you wouldn't go a, to murder. You wouldn't go to prison because of because your motivation. That's, to that's do it. a hard line provable thing. Yeah. It's hate crime comes down to the, the motivation or the intention behind yeah. the crime, isn't it? Yeah. So and yeah, then you are... In a court of law, you, I think you You're can, drawing a line where you think you're able to tell someone else what they were thinking, which I don't think is right. Yeah. So you can't condemn... You can't imprison... Legally, there's no hate crime. Yeah. But I think there's definitely... You can just, you can uh, define hate crime. This is the Stephen Crowder situation where to get with all of his, uh, all of his videos where, like, he'll say... Um, 
hate speech doesn't exist. And you're like, no, yeah, it definitely exists. Just not in the legal terminology that you're mm. focusing upon. And every argument he has with all of his people on, I think, on that topic was like, where in the constitution or where in the law, where who's gone to prison for hate speech? You go like, yeah, yeah, it's not a legal thing, mm. but it definitely exists. It's just not punishable. It's more of a commentary, more of an adjective about a, a societal interaction. Yeah. And you go, yeah, you can't condemn them for it. It's a way of describing somebody's speech as hateful. So it definitely exists, mm. but it's not policeable. Yeah. It's not a crime to perform hate speech in that example. Just as it's not a crime, it might not be a crime to perform a hate crime. Mm. But it could be if it's something that is actually a criminal act like murder. Like shouting at somebody because of their race might not be a crime. No. If you're in a stadium. I don't know. But it could still be a hate crime. Depends. I'd, it's I'd, weird territory, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't agree with anything where you're policing other people's, like, deciding what other people's motivations were. Exactly. So in the court, in, in law and governmental and any authority, I don't think it exists as a, as a term that you can use against anybody. Mm. But you can definitely perform a crime fueled by hatred that is knowingly to you and to others around you fueled by hatred but you can't be judged necessarily. Yeah, by I suppose on that base level, yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. It's just that, I think I think that's the key, and I've just seen it in loads of crowd of videos, but it's just like, he's arguing about this specific area, and you go like, what about all this? Which is what these students and that are talking about, but they haven't, they're not able to articulate, haven't thought about it enough. Hmm. And he's go like, yeah, it's just, there's a bit more to it that you can open up about. But yeah, transphobic Halloween costume. Yeah. In this example, by good housekeeping, it's um, a transvestite grandmother. So, like, stag dudes dressing up as old ladies. Shut that's up. That's a transphobic that's... No, it isn't. He's got, like, Grow up. Yeah, that's where you go, like, I don't think it is a, a transphobic costume. Yeah. It may be making light of transsexualism or that's a, that's a thing where they've decided the motivation of that person. Yeah. The motivation of that person is is, is to be transphobic, is to, uh, is, is to, ha- is to um, be judgmental of, tra- of uh, trans people. Yeah. It's not. Which we agree is, yeah, that's not the case. It's yeah. like, it depends on the context. Yeah. They haven't performed a crime. They haven't done something hateful. Mm. You've just associated this adjective with this th- with this noun. It's like, no, it doesn't. It's yeah. just a, a, a man dressed up as an old woman. And uh, they've remarketed it. And instead of, I think they used to market it as tranny granny. And they were like, that term's bad. You go like, okay, maybe that term's bad. So now it's Mrs. But, Doubtfire. But that's stupid though. That's What you're saying is, <laughs> is it's transphobic. For a man to dress up as a woman, we, if the intention—oh, that's what you're saying. <laughs> if the, uh, they're saying that the, because the intention is to ridicule people who do so, and you go like, no, 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 you've made that leap. That doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, that's where you go like, no, it's not transphobic for people to trans to wear other people to wear different genders' clothing. Yeah, no, that's somewhat the basis of transism hmm. uh, or transvesticism. But yeah, but it's a subi that it's uh, it's not. Uh, it mocks and satirizes transgender women, in addition to using a transphobic slur. And now people sell it as Mrs. Doubtfire to get around it. And you're like, yeah, I don't think Mrs. Doubtfire was transphobic. No, it was trans. Like it was, uh, it was it embodied transvesticism. Yeah, but I don't think it was doing it to hate or push down the trans movement uh. in any way. <laughs> It's all. All they're doing is is complaining about outdated language in that situation. Yeah. Like there was so there was um 
we 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 take part in a gathering, right? Yeah. And there's a well, there's a faction called the Tarantulas, and they put, they put a the Lorian Trust, the people that run it, put a big um, uh, notice out uh, recently because a lot of the nicknames that people have for people of that faction is around transvesticism, tarantula, tranny, like that kind of thing. Okay. Um, and they just put out a notice saying, uh, "We're moving on with the times. Can we please make sure we're not using that <laughs> language anymore?" But this establishment, which is based on the realism and focusing on existing in 1066, we're moving with the times. <laughs> but in that situation, particularly considering the community that in, involved and the, and the diversity involved in that community, I I agree. Like it's it's a family oriented event, yeah, and yeah. if you and 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 that nobody is there to to cause offence and to, and to cause to, to 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 cause issues. If there's if there's no um like absolute reason to to have to to have to say it then it's fine then we, we we won't we won't say it anymore we accept that we're moving with the times in it all they're doing with that costume thing is exactly the same thing it used to be called the tranny granny and now it's yeah. called mrs mrs doubtfire or whatever it's not yeah. to get around it <laughs> it's to move on from it well it's just again it's, it's people assigning their own context to something companies rebrand all the time yeah uh, I don't know. Number That's four, a non-argument. It's stupid. Move on. A refugee. Don't dress up as a refugee. Define a refugee. Uh, it's important to remember that it deeply impacts the lives of millions of people. This goes for any costumes that reference immigration issues. Just anything that references immigration. If you come as a wall, <laughs> I guess, or a Germany or something, then yeah, just any refugees. No, don't dress up as it's refugees. P- very loose. Yep. Um, however, I've never ever seen anyone dress up as a refugee. <laughs> now, I, I don't know. The only refugee I've never seen I, every the only refugee costume I can think of is a child dead in a puddle from that thing from, <laughs> from a that while photo. ago. Yeah, that's the only example of a but refugee that's costume. Not dressed I can think as a refugee. That's dressed An as a photo. Then fine. Like it's, it's, but it's it's dressed as a, a photo. <laughs> as oh, in a photo. as in it's dressed as a culture reference. It's yeah, dressed yeah. as a cultural touchstone. It's not dressed as a refugee necessarily. Yeah. And again, who would, you'd have more bags. But the thing to carry is, like, I, I, I also think that there's not many people who would make that argument, which I think is why. And Good this isn't this isn't to sound big-headed, because I'm sure there's lots of people that feel the same way. But I think this is why, like yourself and me, like we sort of feel different about what offensiveness is. Like, mm. there's another way of looking at this other than being outraged. Yeah. And just just think about it, just a little bit. Other people's real struggles are not costume fodder, period. To okay. quote from Good Housekeeping. Okay. Uh, number five <laughs> is body shaming and objectifying costumes. It's Halloween again. What you, you, body shaming? All you're talking about is so. What is body shaming in a costume? It's a fat costume, right? That's all it is. I think the example in this one was you know there's a big craze uh, craze. Uh, lots of promotional adverts about these outfits that you wear where you stand in it but it looks like there's a short inflatable person carrying you mm. and there's like loads of different variants and one yeah. of those was with an overweight woman carrying you up and she was naked or something it's like don't wear this this is satirizing body shaming who the, the person doesn't thing. exist <laughs> but it's saying it's okay to laugh at uh, something that might look like that representation of, a, of, a, of an obese female it's okay to laugh at a funny costume yeah no you're wrong. You wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to work at Good Housekeeping. I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, number six: cultural stereotypes. 
uh, which uh, we've discussed. Uh, when someone dresses up as a member of a culture that isn't their own, particularly in an exaggerated or humorous way, it can be hurtful to those who do belong. Now, let's try and relate, right? Because I've never... Like I said, we can't relate to anti-Semitism. We've, yeah. we've covered that. we solved that. Um, which, <laughs> Next. We just can't, we just can't relate to it, unfortunately. Unfortunately, fortunately. Well, yeah. And we're looking to get an expert in anti-Semitism on. <laughs> we, just, we just can't, we can't relate to it because it's so alien to us, basically, yeah. was, the, was the point about that. But in terms of um, uh, stuff that I have been noticed, a very microscopic version of that is when people do impersonations of English people and it's ridiculously wrong. Yeah. And you go like, you know, there is a part of me that like people do English accents. They always do like very specific, either bad cockney accents or yeah. they'll try and do very posh accents from like the queen's queen. english stuff yeah. and it's like not even queen's english well mm. the, the queen's accent yeah. but yeah. not people Received speaking pronunciation and it's just like it doesn't make any sense and all their references don't make any sense and there's part of me that goes like okay well if i went to america and i did an american accent and i could say i can do a great american accent and i just do the most southern american accent in the world and they were just like, that's not how we talk. It's like, yeah, I know, but that's how Americans talk, right? Mm. That's just taking a small dialect. That was my whole thing about accents when I was growing up to be an actor. Yeah. Um, was like, well, if I'm going to do an accent, you have to go professional with it. You go like, well, if you, there's no American accent. If you right. say, I can do an American accent, they're like, well, what does that mean? Does it mean anything? Is it a San Francisco accent? Is it a California accent? Is it a yeah. uh, Chicago accent or whatever? You've got, you've got to go, go get a little bit more so. That's the only example I can think of a cultural stereotype where you go like, it's not upsetting, but again, that's probably a very, very small example. Same mm. with anti-Semitism. We just can't relate to that struggle. So maybe because our cult, Stoke on Trent's culture has not been appropriated. Yeah. Maybe incest will catch on. <laughs> Number seven from uh, Good Housekeeping, a terrorist. Don't dress up as a terrorist. Define. Uh, no. Just don't do it. <laughs> Don't dress up. I'd say don't dress up as a terrorist because you might get shot. Okay, so right, but don't dress up as a terrorist. So deep dive on terrorists. Okay, um, anti-Semitism, cultural yeah. appropriation, terrorist. Don't dress up as a terrorist. Yeah. So um, you have therefore decided what a terrorist looks like. Mm-hmm. Can good housekeeping explain to me what a terrorist <laughs> looks like? Untidy. Um, all its tables are at different angles. Mm. I don't know whatever. Good housekeeping must be about housekeeping, right? Well, the, the only thing I can think from What's that a housekeeping is that, terrorist. Is it is it offensive for me to Lint go out dropping everywhere? Uh, on Halloween um dressed like just as me but like balaclava, well, I guess. Well, just yeah. wearing a bomb. I'd say that's not offensive but risky. It's it's but it's, not risky because you might offend somebody. Ri- risky is in you, someone might kill you. Wearing a very cartoony, obviously fake-looking bomb. I might still kill you. <laughs> Look, that yeah, that yeah. to me isn't offensive. So it was only offensive if you involve like someone's culture in a costume, which means good housekeeping have decided on what the culture of a terrorist is. Yep, don't do it. But they're just, <laughs> we're just, we're just not, we're, we're just, they're, they're just completely ignoring that, ignoring the fact that they are being totally racist. <laughs> just don't do it. Fuck you, good housekeeping. Uh, we, we've got a lot to get through, so I'm going to burn through the rest. <laughs> oh, Jesus Number Christ. eight is zombie versions of recently deceased celebrities. Don't you can go as the celebrity, but not as the That's corpse not scary. version. 
It's Halloween. It's not yeah. really scary. You get like Halloween office parties. Yeah. People go. Some people went to the Twin Towers once. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah. So you guess people go zombie versions of like Michael Jackson. Michael oh, Jackson, but he's dead. Yeah. It'd be fun to do. Upset because the building died. Get over it. <laughs> was more the people that jumped yeah, to their yeah, death. I know. Yeah, I was being yeah. ironic. Ironic. Right. <laughs> Number nine, an eating disorder. Don't go dressed up as an eating disorder. <laughs> You're going to ruin it for everybody. <laughs> if you, you can't go near the buffet. Number ten, don't go as animal cruelty. What? I think that was the dentist. There was a Halloween costume of that dentist oh, that shot that lion. funny. Yeah, it's just there. Uh, who cares? Oh. Uh, number eleven, OJ Simpson and Nicole Simpson, a happily married couple that unfortunately got divorced. What's wrong with that? Can't prove it. Can't prove it wrong. Uh, number 12, a mentally ill person. I mean, mental illness can come in all different shades because t- 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 technically Wait, everybody can be dressed as you, someone. What do you mean? Like half the Halloween characters are mentally ill. So this one, uh, I think, was specifically mentioning straight jackets. Oh, shut Don't up. Don't wear straight no, jackets. No, you can go out in a straight jacket. Yeah, I think Grow it's fine. It's like, oh yeah, but it's making crazy people look stupid. It's like, it's laughing. It's sat- They're against satirism of anything. It's like, no, you can satirise yourself. You can satirise society. That's what satire is. Yeah. Just fucking make fun of yourselves. It's just really dumb. Number 13, uh, don't go with sexual harassment. Not a good thing to go as. Uh, uh, it's, uh, I think it's, apparently, there's a flasher costume tradition where people would dress up as flashers. And, like, flash people without technically flashing them. Never seen that. Never seen it before. Maybe it's an American thing. Yeah, Good maybe. housekeeping's probably American. Number 14, don't dress up as a homeless person. Um, just don't do it. I mean, it mocks the homeless culture. And uh, that's, that feels like the most white knighting in the world. Yes, don't ridicule homeless people. Yeah. But if someone's just got made redundant and they dress as a homeless person because that's how they're feeling, mm. then go for it. It's fun. I don't think I don't, I don't think good housekeeping is really a good place to talk about ridiculing homeless people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't ridicule homeless people. They can't get our magazines. Yeah. So they yeah. don't understand they don't have the references we're making. To keep. No. And number fifteen is a national tragedy, which was nine eleven. Don't dress up. Dressed as a national tragedy. <laughs> Other magazines, Insider magazine, um, says that a sexy convict co- convict costume could be interpreted as trivialising the US prison system. <laughs> okay, now, there's part of that that, uh, that I agree with, and not not as um, not as an offensive thing, but just yeah. the sexy part, I don't get it. Oh, yeah, but it's just stupid people doing costumes, right? Like, That's yeah, all it is. like, we have ideas of what Halloween costumes are, and at some point, like, sexy nurse and stuff became yeah. a Halloween costume, and it's like, well, it's just you've stu- got every night of the year to, to, to do yourself up and look as attractive as you want. Why don't you go out as a fucking horror show tonight? But that's Like all you it are is. at home. That's what it is. They're just, they're, they're, they're stupid people who all they do with their whole lives is try and look pretty. Mm. Men and women, not specifically yeah, women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they could try and yeah, because and you then get this men going about, out as Chippendales as an excuse to just yeah, be half naked. And it's just like, well, all they do is they do that so that, and then Halloween comes along. Oh, now it's time to get dressed up and photo opportunity. Let's do what I always do, but I'll be painted a different colour on my face or something. Yeah, they'll put like a little okay. bit of blood by their mouth or yeah. something. I'm like, a zombie. Like, like okay. okay, I don't think you're this a creator. This zombie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, de- he's dead, Michael Jackson. Yeah, uh, actually, Good that's a homeless zombie and I find that incredibly That's offensive. a homeless celebrity zombie. <laughs> Good <laughs> housekeeping would not approve. Um, but yeah, just dressing up as a sexy convict, uh, that trivialises 
prison, right? And also dressing up as a gorilla could be uh, could seem innocuous, but if you called it Harambe, it would be insulting. <laughs> Add a distinction there. You can dress up as a gorilla so long as you don't give it a name. What's your that name? specific name. I, I don't have a I name. Can't, I can't tell you. I'm okay. a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> Cosmopolitan had these ones. Oh, Number no. one, a trouser snake charmer costume. Again, a costume I've never heard of. I've never heard it's of it. It's just a snake coming out of his zipper. It's it's funny. Okay. Number number That's two fine. is a offensive. giant boob. Don't come dressed as a giant boob. <laughs> Why is that offensive? It's like, a giant boob. Don't be around kids don't or whatever. It. Like it's not family appropriate. <laughs> kids, but... kids would love it. They drink breast milk all the time. Ah, <laughs> oh, this takes me back. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bunch of other silly ones on there, but number ten was a douchebag. Don't come as a douchebag. <laughs> Brian. Yeah. <laughs> I've come as you. Who are you? But yeah, uh, what is it, like a colostomy bag or whatever? Why not? Whatever they are. Yeah, Why no, not? No. Uh, number it's like 12. saying don't come as a shower. <laughs> <laughs> don't come as a bar of soap. Don't come as a cleaning product. <laughs> yeah. Well, number 12 is a tampon. Don't come as a... Don't, don't come dressed as a tampon. Why not? Oh, it trivialises women. Does it? Does it? Don't think so. What if you come as a condom? It makes light as of something that's meant that some people are insecure about and don't want to talk about yeah. and want to shame you about. That's what it... Apart from you know, some of this stuff, yeah, a lot of it is just stuff that you're meant to be afraid of or meant to have feelings, negative feelings about and just flipping it and being like, no, let's make it fun yeah. and ridiculous. Do you know there's a, there's a, there's a thing, there's a, there's a charity for like uh, testicular cancer and they do a thing every year called the Willy Walk. Where everybody, like, yeah. you get hundreds of people sign up for it, and they all dress like penises and walk, like, 10 miles or something like that along this whole race. And, like, you're dressed up as genitalia. What's the difference? Yeah, it's no difference. It's <laughs> Nobody just cares. these people are upset. More specifically, I think it was because Cosmopolitan. Because it's not offensive. Cosmopolitan's yeah. upset. Yeah. Um, in other Halloween news, Aldi has banned some Halloween products because they're too scary to put in the store. Oh, no. And I looked into it, and it's like skeletons that are in the displays. They don't want to scare children or the... Um, uh, they called them something, but the easily scared or something like that. Those of a nervous disposition. Okay. So they don't spook them out from their cans of food. Aldi, <laughs> trying not to be too scary this Halloween. They've got some Halloween decorations, but some are just too far. I, apparently I I don't know we, we've got local Aldi I've been around there I didn't know the band were you anything. scared out of it I was terrified yeah all uh, those fucking people walking around well that's uh, that's. I've got loads more so I wouldn't uh, wouldn't worry about your scum bits just yet alright I'm editing now so it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> fair enough um, so that's the uh, those are the most offensive Halloween costumes right yeah those are the uh, costumes that people get really freaked out about and say like oh no you shouldn't do this and I admit that Halloween's kind of meant to be kind of silly, but sometimes bad stuff happens on Halloween. Yeah. Um, in other news, when a number of eyewitnesses saw a man calmly drag a decapitated body out of a Long Island apartment, no one bothered to call the police. After all, it was a few days before Halloween and people just thought it was some sort of prank to scare the neighbours. So you can get away with decapitating, in this case, your mother, <laughs> dragging her into the street walking down the road and jumping in front of a train around Halloween. Right. Because everyone's just kind of like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's Halloween. Get in with the spirit. He's not dressed as a terrorist. He's not dressed as cultural appropriation. <laughs> yeah, he just cut off his... Uh, his granddad died. So he 
you know, dealt with it and fought through the grief by decapitating his mother and jumping in front of a train. Ugh. Pretty grim. Yeah. But he didn't, he didn't get away with it. He got hit by a train. But people didn't bat an eyelid at the decapitated corpse he was dragging around. Because they thought, <laughs> Halloween. They probably thought it was a costume. Halloween. It's probably something silly like that. Ugh. Um, and I suppose you can get away with anything on Halloween. Well, people under, try. Under, based on that. Yeah. Well, there was another story. I've got a load of horrific Halloween stories. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you hear about there was a, there was a did you hear about this? There was a rumor going around years ago where like uh, bad people would put razor blades in candied apples oh, around yeah. Halloween yeah, yeah, to yeah. fuck up kids. This um, there was a there was a true story in America. Um, I'm pretty sure it was in America, where an eight-year-old kid um, was given a pixie stick, which is just like a stick of sugar, mm. flavored sugar. Turned out to be cyanide. Oh, gets worse. Um, again, this was obviously because of Halloween. Went trick or treating and that. Uh, yeah, it was in Texas, um, and turns out it was his dad gave it to him to try and get the life insurance money for his kids, and he had like three kids. Oh. And he gave them all pixie sticks of cyanide. One of them took it and died. The other two were saving it for later. Okay. And just, yeah, it slowly came about that, yep, yeah, he was found guilty of murder, Jesus sentenced to death. Jesus Christ. Executed. Good. As he should be. And this was in 1984. Yeah. But just fucking... Oh. Oh. The one to go through the trouble... I mean, he's trying to get con the insurance companies, right? Fight the power. Kill your kids. Um, <laughs> but, like, putting cyanide into a pixie stick and then giving it to your kid to solve your Wait, bad income. Wait a minute. Why do your kids have life insurance? They're not going to earn you anything. I don't, you don't, well, lose, I don't know. You, 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 there's emotional distress and all that stuff, obviously, if you lose a child. But you don't lose an income. No, but I think you can take out a larger insurance policy the sooner you take it out in your life. Like if a 90-year-old takes out an insurance policy on their life, yeah. I think the terms aren't as good as a 50-year-old. Oh, yeah. So yeah. maybe this 8-year-old got like millions of pounds. <laughs> maybe this 8-year-old was going to be a dancer that didn't go to Alton Towers. <laughs> Yeah. You never know. Yeah. 150 grand, cyanide. Uh, yeah, in other horrific Halloween news, in Chicago Southside in 2011, 55-year-old Liddell Peoples, it's a good name, blamed his girlfriend for stealing his bag of Halloween treats. A 55-year-old blamed his girlfriend. An argument ensued, and 49-year-old Maria, his girlfriend, threw a plate at his head, which stuck him above the eye and caused a gash. So, Peoples... <laughs> <laughs> so Peoples uh, decided to grab a knife and stabbed her multiple times <laughs> I threw a plate at my head stab 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 <laughs> <laughs> in other horrific Halloween news on Halloween night in 2008 convicted drug dealer Quentin Patrick of Sumter SC where would SC be um as in it's is it in SC, the state? I think it's a state yeah SC SC South Carolina yeah probably We'll go to South Carolina. Heard a knock on his door. Assuming it was a rival gang. <laughs> he grabbed his AK-47 and blasted through the front door at them. Jesus 11 of the Christ. bullets hit 12-year-old trick-or-treater. Oh. <laughs> trick or... <laughs> 11 shots hit this kid. Oh, uh, Why would you... <laughs> It's a rival gang. Well, I've forgotten it's... Well, he's a drug dealer. Uh, so, I mean, all dr- 
There's an etiquette Do you not drug know dealing what date gangs. it was? But there's an etiquette, right? All drug right. dealing gangs, they knock first, see if you're home, see if you want to come out and have a stabbing. Okay. And then, uh, so anyone knocking at the door is going to be a polite member of a rival gang. <laughs> Suwoo! Or Suwoo, whatever it is. So, and I've forgotten it's Halloween loads of times. And there's people knock on my door and I'm like, hello? And they're like, trick or treat? Like, no. Yeah. Let's go away. It's just a strange reaction to have. Oh, someone at the They'll door. Shoot the door up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that oh, Pistorius. He went all. They went. He went all Pistorius. Oh, yeah. all Oscar. Pistorius, yeah. that athlete who previously went to Alton Towers. <laughs> Every, <laughs> everyone who's lost legs is because yeah. of Alton Towers today. Uh, oh, I actually misread this one. So this one might not be very funny. Right. I read this as preacher strangles woman to death, then dresses up as her son for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> no, he strangled the woman to death and then dressed up her son for Halloween. Oh. So, like, strangled the mother, then was like, put her in the, I don't know, the, the, the arbor. Psychopath. And then it's like, you can go as a good, go dressed up as a yeah. zombie version of your mum. You'll go get as, it when you're older. Go as your mum, she's dead. Yeah, uh, yeah um, although he'd previously served separate prison sentences for stabbing a woman and murdering another. Oh. How is he out of prison? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so he's, he's gone to prison. He served prison sentences for stabbing a woman. Then he served a prison sentence for murdering a woman. <laughs> then he got out and became a pastor. He shouldn't... He shouldn't... He shouldn't be out. <laughs> he became a pastor of a small Michigan church. Chair. He became romantically involved with a female resident a few trailers down and would frequently babysit the woman's three-year-old grandson. While the three-year-old boy was in the trailer, White knocked the boy's mother out with a rubber mallet. He's got mm. some comedy. Yeah. Doink. <laughs> then strangled her to death with a plastic zip tie. He stuffed her in a garbage bag and dumped her in the woods. <laughs> then he returned to the trailer and dressed the boy in a Halloween costume. When the boy's father came to pick him up. After being arrested for murder, White told police his crime was part of a lingering fantasy to have sex with a corpse, but that he'd forgot whether or not he completed the act. Clearly, casual like, murderer, level-headed, was well ready to be let out of prison. Well, the guy, the guy's in his mind must be a, some kind of immortal, right? <laughs> he stabbed a woman, went went to a building for a couple of years, came out, murdered a woman, went back to a building, came out. Then he gets chosen as a disciple of God, a preacher, a speaker of God, a communicator of God's words, whatever that term is. If we get a, Jew a Jewish person on, we have to get a Catholic person on. Yeah. Or a Christian person. I put them all in the same box. Are Catholics Christians? They are, aren't they? Um, that, we've like had Protestants this. and Catholics, yeah. they're different, but they're Christians because they follow the certain part of the Bible. Yeah. So I guess we'd have to get, we'll get, we'll get loads of religious people on. Why not? Decent. But he forgot whether or not he had sex with a corpse after a, a lingering fantasy. Just hang around. <laughs> Vaguely got a fantasy that won't go away. <laughs> um, Jer and Oh, this is the last one from me in horrific Halloween news. I should have mm. made a segment for that. <laughs> horrific Halloween news. <laughs> Jeremy Brian Jones was a drifter and self-proclaimed ladies' man. Okay. <laughs> Who was raised in Oklahoma but wound up in Georgia. Oh, it's kind of a romantic... Nice. He eventually befriended a woman who allowed him to stay at her home. Oh, no. On Halloween 2012, after doling up the woman's... I keep on reading that they're dressing up as kids, because that to me is the most <laughs> twisted piece of shit in the world. <laughs> on Halloween 2012, after doling up the woman's 12-year-old son and the boyfriend in makeup, 
so that they'd resemble Ace Fraley and Gene Simmons of the rock group Kiss. Okay. Jones went to a popular tavern in Douglasville, Georgia, where he stabbed a woman wearing a Betty Boop costume. He was in the costume or she was in the costume? It's not clear. Ah. I'd like to think it was him. Yeah. Because nothing says... <laughs> nothing says ladies man like a man dressed up in a Betty Boop costume <laughs> stabbing people in the parking lot. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh! There's Halloween. Yeah, weird time of year. Lots of murders. Lots of people dressing up before they kill people. <laughs> yeah. Specifically, dressing up kids. Like, okay, you can have a fun time. Daddy's going to the bar. Yeah. Or this ladies' man's got to get, got to sow his wild oats. <laughs> stab, stab, stab. It's a ladies' man thing to do, isn't it? Stab, stab someone. Yeah, I suppose. A ladies' man stabbing a lady. I think late, the term ladies' man died with the film What Women Want. I've seen a bunch of articles come up recently that have said, I haven't read oh, really? them, that have said, like, um, all the things that were wrong with What Women Want or something <laughs> like that. And I was just like, I'm going to hate that. I'm not reading it. Yeah, I watched that as a kid. Is this Mel Gibson just... Just, just a Mel Gibson rom-com. Yeah, that was my uh, Halloween, uh, huh. Halloween-esque news. All right. Well, mine isn't halloween at all, but... That's all right. I, I did get the memo. I just forgot I got just, the memo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. all right. Steve's collection of useless meanderings. Scum. Oh, I don't think my notes are working on here, so I'll have to nope. use them on here. Um, uh, from China to Japan. Ah. Inamuri in Japan is the practice of napping in public. Uh, <laughs> it may occur at work, in meetings, or in classes. Sleeping at work is considered a sign of dedication to the job. As, <laughs> as though you've stayed up late doing work or worked to the point of exhaustion and may therefore be excusable. <laughs> like, as, as, as someone who's trying to, like, go on a business, if I went to a meeting and then was just like, hold on one second. Right, one second, you sleep. And, like, just <laughs> and went to sleep. Like, I wouldn't expect to win that job. Did you ever sleep in school? Um, like, primary school? I I may have... Uh, the, uh, the, the rough, I don't remember it in school, to be fair. Um, yeah. I used to remember a, a couple of lectures where I've nodded off. That's yeah, about yeah. it. In primary school, I used to think it was cool to fall asleep. <laughs> cool. So I used to do it from time to pretend to do to have fallen asleep. Oh, right. There's this one other kid in my class who I later became friends with because he kept on sleeping. And it was just like, <laughs> there you go. Guys, this guy's well like, cool. Yeah. yeah, it was just like, oh, yeah. He's and, dedicated. And he was probably just like, I, I, I mean, why would a kid be tired at like 12, <laughs> like two in the afternoon or something like that? Yeah. Maybe he's been up all night playing computer games. Maybe it's something darker, something that... Um, Good housekeeping would disapprove of. <laughs> but yeah, I used to just go to sleep and pretend to be asleep. I just found it weird because the teachers wouldn't know what to do. And it was always, there's this weird energy. Like, I imagine it's the same as like a voyeur where like, they don't know that you're not asleep. <laughs> <laughs> where just like, you get to hear how people react and stuff like that. Yeah. No, was, yeah. As a kid, I was like, I found that kind of To be fair, I, there's, there's plenty of times in my life and I don't, I don't know why. Yeah, really, because, I yeah, I I don't know what it is because it's, it but it feels like a sort of seeking attention energy, but it's the exact opposite of that because you're not <laughs> seeking you're seeking to be ignored. There's plenty of times when I've woken up and carried on just with my eyes closed. 
Just so you didn't have to talk to your wife? No, no, no. I don't like not not. Who's in your room that you don't want to talk to? Like if if there's if there's people in the house or something. Like if I've been <laughs> if I've fallen if I've fallen asleep on the sofa. Right, right, right. Or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and like either Vix or when I was at home with with the uh, with my parents, like mum and dad have gotten home or something like that. I've just stayed locked <laughs> out, and like yeah. I'm fully awake, but it's like there's no reason for me to open my eyes and acknowledge this shit. Like yeah, you're just relax. I want to be sleeping. It's still restful to close your eyes as well. I find that tends to rejuve me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, kind of do that stuff. Uh, but yeah, in, in primary school, I used to do it, especially when we played a game called Heads Down, Thumbs Up. <laughs> Did you ever play that game? Yeah, yeah. I can't so remember just, the premise. Heads down. Yeah. Heads down. <laughs> heads down. <laughs> yeah, and it was like you put your forehead on the desk. Yeah. And two and thumbs up. Thumbs up, and someone and then comes around. Somebody would and press puts a one thumb, of the thumb down. Down. And you'd have to guess who it was. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we always used to do it by looking through our arms at their shoes. I know everyone's shoes. Yeah. So yeah. I think they get, so they they get like three people or something yeah. to stand in front of the class, and then you put your head down and put your thumbs up, and one of them would come out and put oh, your so thumb you, down. Oh, so you like know the three in had, advance? Yeah, and right. you had to guess which of the three it was. Right. Okay. I can just imagine the teachers like, oh, for God's sake, like I get I get Nick to play heads down, thumbs up, and now he's asleep. <laughs> I've, I've only got myself to blame <laughs> yeah you made him close his eyes he was halfway you you sent him halfway there yeah I think it's what the teachers really uh, changed recently didn't they they now start and now they need to have qualifications and some what? people were upset by that yeah after your uni experience I think around that time they introduced that if you want to be a teacher you need to have a degree in teaching was that not a thing no you, anybody used to be able to do it and that's why I think when I was growing up, our teachers were always a bit... Well, it would probably be preferable, right, if you teach DT to have some kind of training in DT. Yeah. Design technology. So, like... Uh, but I think it also just got people who used to work in the field and then just brought them in for be teachers. Right. And then there were okay. so many teachers. They're like, well, we need to filter this out a bit more. Yeah. And, they, yeah, so, yeah, there were loads of people who went and did a foundation degree in teaching when a couple of years after I graduated... And it was like, oh, fair enough. Now this is a yeah. thing. Makes sense. But it makes sense now that loads of times at school, my most of my memories of like some of the classes have been like, well, we're going to watch Rambo again. <laughs> or, I suppose oh, it- let's watch Jaws. I can't be asked to teach you a lesson today. Yeah, <laughs> it's just some unqualified guy just <laughs> teaching. Just can't be asked. I suppose it depends <laughs> at the, on what level because I know you can be like a lecturer without a teaching qualification. You just need to to prove prove right. your experience in your field. So whether that's that you've got yeah. another degree or something. So like I've I've got like a master's in film. I could technically uh, apply to teach at undergrad. Right, but I think someone like I think secondary schools was the key thing. Yeah, where you need to have this specific certificate or specific type of education or something. I look into it because mm. a friend of ours, a friend, of, yeah, a friend of ours um, had to do it. And I know loads of people who went back yeah, to uni yeah, to I do it again. Loads of friends teachers. teachers now that have went yeah. to PGCEs and stuff. Yeah, PGCE. I think that was it. Mm. Where they had to get that in yeah. order to become a teacher now. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's a move forward, but it kind of fucks with a lot of people's plans. <laughs> yeah, lots of ran- lots and lots of Rambo when I was at school. <laughs> Maybe it explains some things. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, falling asleep respectfully. Yeah. Um, female psychopaths appear to be more prone to promiscuity than male psychopaths, and while they prefer to date non-psychopathic men in the short term, the long-term relationships they tend to look for 
uh, are in a fellow psychopath, which makes sense. Yeah, um, like a business partner. Well, it answers. It's it's all those. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess like that. It's someone else to to hide all their tendencies from the public. But it, mm. it makes sense because um, the it's like when you always hear of like those horrible like like murderous couples. We've had a, a bunch yeah. of like infamous ones in our in in, in the UK. Um, I, I can't recall any to name at the minute, um, but like who would who would have children over to the house and murder them? Mm. Um, like, and there's part of me that was always like, well, why? <laughs> one of them, I one of them is 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 a psycho, but why would the other one go along with it? As opposed to being like, no, they're both right. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. both nuts. It wasn't that that they were brought down to their level. It's like no, no, no. They but they were both on this level. Yeah, I think it makes sense as well. Like a psychopath will be more uh, a female psychopath will be more promiscuous mm. with short term stuff because they're a psychopath. They can gain and leverage people and manipulate people um, in short term relationships. So I guess that kind of makes sense. But when they actually yeah. want to settle, the psychopath settles down. Yeah, they want someone who they can work with. Yeah, and can relate too. So I guess it kind of makes sense in that terms of transition. Yeah, yeah. Whereas and who they can be fully honest with. I don't yeah. love you. <laughs> yeah, and for that to be fine. No feelings towards you. Yeah, it's great. I'm the same. <laughs> Let's get married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why we can exploit all these people for wedding gifts? Great. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the- male psychopaths just start killing from day one. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe. it's hard to find them before they've ended up in prison, I guess. Although I, I'm sure there's plenty of high-powered psychopaths. Yeah. Like businessmen and stuff. I'm sure there are. Well, we are on... on we must... Both you and I must be on the psychopath scale in terms of we are a certain level of distanced from social, acceptable horror. Yeah. And I think psychopaths just... Well, the, the other end where it's like absolutely nothing makes them gut wrench whereas mm. there's stuff that we've both experienced been like oh god that's horrible whereas psychopaths that doesn't affect them at all yeah yeah I would, do, do they do they not understand those feelings or is it that it's just completely alien things that trigger them or completely selfish things that trigger them I think it's uh, they had they, they don't process the emotion I right, think okay. is the main psychopath thing mm. they just don't experience it yeah, and that's why you can usually in television and film people usually kind of pick up that somebody's something's off about this person, mm. and it's like oh they they're faking their emotions to fit in. Yeah, the same way that uh, uh, yeah someone described um, Alzheimer's um, or dementia uh, in something once, and they were like, you know, when someone's got dementia, when they just go along with what you say out of politeness, like who are you? Oh, I'm your son. Oh, yeah, I remember. And they don't, but they're just saying it because it's the polite thing to right. kids to get back into it because they don't want to make you feel bad for having them yeah. forgotten you or anything like that. <laughs> this you're guy just... thinks he's my son. <laughs> 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 but yeah, you're not. Uh, yeah, you, you, you're, the human instinct is to go along in the kind of social contract of communication, yeah. whereas people like who are Darren pretending Brown or thing, faking it. it. The, yeah, yeah, the push. Yeah, it's just humans will just go along with stuff. They, yeah. they kind of want to do it. Yeah. So like, uh, Until I, they kill somebody. <laughs> so yeah, when somebody doesn't do that, it probably jars somebody a little bit. Mm. The same way that we say what app, you know, some of the articles on the podcast, people go like, why? Why are you talking about that? Why are you talking about that guy who decapitated his mum and then dived in front of a train? <laughs> well, it's funny, right? <laughs> it's Halloween. Nobody cared. 
until they found out that it wasn't a Halloween prank. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And finally, a man in China sold his kidney to buy an iPhone when he was 17 and is now bedridden for life. <laughs> That's a good phone, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but when he was 17, I don't know how old he is now, but if it, if it was the first one, you've got to be gutted. I mean, literally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you make a lot of stupid decisions when you're 17. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't never, be able I to know, make that big a stupid decision. I don't feel decision. like I made one that big. And I don't feel yeah. like it should be so easy for you to sell your kidney. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it should be a little bit more difficult. Yeah. And it shouldn't be allowed to, like, 17-year-olds. But I, I'm assuming it must have been a black market thing or just, hey, we'll buy your kidney for thousands of whatever. Oh, I'll buy a phone then. Okay. <laughs> whatever you want to do to your life. Yeah. It's like that thing about, uh, yeah, donating organs to people. It's like you are technically just... I thought... Because, like, your liver grows back, but I think you still have to be on medication when you donate part of your liver to somebody for either a considerable time or life. Right. Even though it grows back. Mm. You go like, oh, grow back completely. Oh, yeah, but you're still screwed in some way. Same as like giving a lung to somebody. I guess that doesn't grow back. But you'd be like, now you have to be on specific medication. Your life will change in some way. Yeah. It's not a simple, oh, just there you go. I yeah. thought it would be different with the liver. Maybe it is and I'm misremembering. Mm. But I wouldn't sell my kidney. Yeah. No. Keep it. Yeah. That's uh, that's that's me. That's good. Mm. All right. Well, yes. Happy yes. Halloween, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, there's some horrible stuff out there. Yeah. As well as sleeping at work and being praised for it. <laughs> that's that's a different culture thing, isn't it? Like, if you're asleep here, it's because you've you've been disorganized. But if you're asleep in Japan, they're saying that you you're so organized. <laughs> That you're you're ignoring your sleep to benefit your career. Yeah. Well done. It's just, yeah, it's far too much good faith. Well, there's certain, there must be so much shame, so social shame in falling asleep in public because people must not do it all the, as much as they can. Yeah. That they go like, oh, if he is doing it, then that means he physic- they physically cannot yeah. stay awake because they've been working so hard. With respect to that guy, even while driving a bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I've been at Nick Snip. I've been at Sing It Steve. We are at Pulling Teeth Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, email us at wisdom at pullingteethpodcast.com and on Facebook, we are facebook.com slash pullingteethpodcast. Yeah, we're on YouTube, um, so you can give us a watch, give us a subscribe, mm. or something about a bell. I still don't. I'd like people Press to watch more. Press the bell so you get notifications. Yeah. So every time we post somebody, we irritate whoever's got notifications <laughs> yeah. on. And uh, the website, www.pullingteethpodcast.com, is now live and should now be premiering. Premiering or premiering? Mm. Um, new episodes like a day early. So oh, if you cool. want to watch it, you can watch it a day early on the website. Yeah. That's going to be testing the waters this week because uh, I'm doing a very heavy edit this week. Yeah. And starting to learn how to edit again. That's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, cool. All right. All right. So catch you later. Ta-ra. Mm-hmm.